The autumn wind is a pirate, blustering in from sea, with a rollicking song he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten, he wears a hooded sash, with a silver hat about his head, and a bristling black mustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold, and the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. Welcome, everybody, to another panic attack with Big John. Uh, remember to like, share, subscribe, leave comments. Where to go with this? Follow me on Getter, Twitter, and Truth Social at the real underscore Big John. And we'll see where this goes to. So let's get away from politics for a, a while. Uh, I'm going to try to do a a reaction video and podcast to Trump's uh, announcement Tuesday night. And after that, I'm going to take a break. Because I got too wrapped up in this midterm election stuff and it just got old. But, no politics today. I need to talk about the Raiders. So, yet another head coach has walked into Raider land. I guess I either got to pull this closer or sit up straight. Another head coach has walked into Raider Nation with a team that should be winning and yet they're 2 and 7 uh they are losing games close but they should be winning uh at the beginning of this season the raiders were picked to win to be last in the AFC West. That's only because the AFC West was supposed to be so good. But the Raiders were supposed to win every... It was projected. Of course, you can't always count on that. But they were projected to win pretty much every non-conference game. And maybe win a couple games in the conference. Right now, they hold... uh, one of their two wins is over the Denver Broncos, who were supposed to beat the Raiders handily. But uh, looks like Russell Wilson isn't what he used to be. Let's look at something here. Let's pull up Raiders.com. I have to listen to the freaking games. On my computer, because I'm not buying direct TV just to get NFL Sunday ticket, and I'm not paying the NFL's price to listen to the games. But 
a team that started out undefeated in the preseason had very few penalties in the preseason is the complete and total opposite now that the season has started. Uh, They're committing stupid penalties. They are just not the team they were in the preseason. Uh, They're not the team that they were expected to be going into this season. Why can I not go to the Raiders' main page here? Keeps kicking me to the damn radio website that I was listening to. Derek Carr and many others have uh, expressed their frustration. Uh, Here's the menu team schedule. Uh, Derek Carr at the last press conference post-loss said that there were things he wanted to say, but he couldn't say them there. Uh, I think after this game, the team leaders stepped up and had a locker room talk. So let's look at this. They've lost to the Chargers, who were supposed to blow them out, 24-19. They had a lead over the Arizona Cardinals. They end up giving up a bunch of unanswered points and losing 29-23. Uh, pretty much the same thing with the Titans. They lose 24-22. Whoop. Skip by one. They lost to the Chiefs by one point who were supposed to blow them out. Uh, here's their one win over the Broncos, or one of their two wins. Over the Broncos, 32-23. to The way the Broncos have been playing, they should have blown the Broncos out. Uh, they beat a terrible Houston Texans team, 38-20. to And then there was the crushing defeat, embarrassing really, to the New Orleans Saints, 24-0. to Jacksonville Jaguars, they had a lead, they gave up. 27 unanswered points to lose to a terrible team. They had a, a lead. They were, they were behind. They got the lead back and they blew it. Lost 25 uh, to 20. Now they have the Broncos in Denver next week. Followed by the Seahawks, the Chargers, the Rams, the Patriots, the Steelers, the 49ers. Chiefs again, and so on. Josh McDaniels, McDaniels, yeah, walked into a loaded team, a team that through all of the adversity, through a player, uh, one of their top players killing somebody in an accident, but his fault nonetheless uh, their coach got well had to resign halfway through the season because of some uh, off-color comments and some emails, which was ridiculous. Uh, and the players stuck by him. But I said they should have kept the coaching staff they had in place. 
the players played their asses off for that coach. And everyone ridiculed me on online when I said that. But there was something about the leadership of Rich uh, Basaccia, however you say it, that helped that team win. Furthermore, the assistant coaches were there. Uh, the general manager, I think, should have been given another chance in a draft without John Gruden. Gruden came in to a team that was ready to win. There were just a couple players short. And now, I think it was his first draft class, is gone. They're all gone. I think they had three first-round picks that year. And they just cut their, I thought, one of their best players, Abram, their safety... He's going to go to another team and catch fire. Uh, you know, they didn't extend Josh uh, Jacobs' contract. They used him heavily in the preseason. Uh, now Josh Jacobs is tearing it up in the regular season. Uh, they let Kenyon Drake go, which was a mistake, and kept Amir Abdullah. Uh, why they did that, I have no idea. Amir Abdul is a great running back, but he's not Kenyon Drake. Uh, and then they have that rookie running back who's not quite catching on yet, but I think he will. I, I like Zamir White. That doesn't mean he's going to be a good football player. But you have yet another head coach following in Gruden's footsteps that walked into a good team he hasn't gutted the team, but at the same time, he has not been outstanding. Uh, questionable decision-making, questionable leadership. Uh, Josh, J or, me, Josh McDaniels will tell you, hey, if you need a pep talk to get... Uh, excited to play in this league you shouldn't be here i'm not a pep talk coach he's more of a game manager and how he can be an outstanding offensive coordinator in new england where they had all kind of crazy ass formations they never had a star running back like josh jacobs uh they had tom brady but they went to this grouping where they had three, sometimes three tight ends lined up as wide receivers. And he was able to figure out how to get those guys open and get them into plays. He was able to do a running back by committee, which we were all afraid he was going to try to do in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, in fact, they set things up to be running back by committee. But Josh Jacobs has outperformed everybody so far. But now you've lost your star tight end, which my, I have issues with Darren Waller. He just got the big contract extension. But yet every year he has a, ha a pulled hamstring and he's out half the season. 
doesn't play through pain, doesn't play through injuries. For the, I mean, when he's on his game, he's great. But teams have figured him out, and they're shutting him down now. He was a surprise the first couple years in Las Vegas and Oakland. But now he's being shut down. So they bring in Devontae Adams, the best receiver in football. And they're finding ways to get the ball to him. Derek can put the ball on the money. But the thing is, after all this time, nine years, there's still the fact that Derek Carr holds on to the ball too long. He's he's taken off running more this year when the coverage is so good nobody can get open. He's run with the ball a few times for big, big yardage. But they're having to adjust on the fly. Uh, Also, Hunter Renfro is out. Now, who knows when him and Waller will come off IR. Uh, As far as Waller goes, Foster Morrow is just as good of a tight end. There's a few things he doesn't have that Waller does with the speed and, and stuff like that. But Foster Moreau last year when Waller was on sick leave, he stepped up and played just as good, in my opinion. Uh, as far as Hunter Renfro goes, you know, they got this guy Hobbs that's a speedster down the field. You know, but nobody's respecting that. Well, make them respect it. Find ways to get these other guys open. And they were starting to do that in the second half of this game. Uh, They went out and signed a big name in Chandler Jones. Is that his name? Chandler? Um, I know his name's Chandler. I can't remember if that's his first name or his last damn name. course they don't put the names in alphabetical order they put them in numeric order because that makes no sense no there's actually no order thank god they have a good punter aj cole uh i'm surprised they didn't get rid of carlson their great kicker max crosby six what was he six round draft pick tearing shit up he got off drugs he's still got a motor, still bust his ass. But the thing I'm hearing is that people aren't stepping up. They're not, uh, they're second, well, nobody. I mean, Chandler Jones, like I said, is the guy. Yeah, Chandler Jones, there we go. He was a sack master in Arizona. He's got like a half a sack this year uh, and a a handful of tackles. Max Crosby just broke a Raiders record for for, uh, tackles through the first nine games. 
You know, how much more can he do? The Raiders got rid of a good defensive lineman, good interior defensive tackle, who could get at the quarterback and stop the run to get Chandler Jones, who's in the latter part of his career, but it's not that latter when he had 15 sacks last year for Arizona. And he's got, I'm looking here, 10 solo tackles and a half a sack through nine games. This is a guy you gave a big contract to. So something's wrong in that locker room. They went from being a really tight-knit, gelled-together team to everybody's kind of out for themselves. Josh Jacobs is running for a, a big contract, either with the Raiders or with another team. And I hate to see them lose Josh Jacobs and him go to some sorry-ass team that's willing to throw out a ton of money. You know, Josh Jacobs has had a couple problems, but it it hasn't been that bad. I mean, he's not a bad person. You know, him and his dad lived in a car. And for all intents and purposes, yeah, he had one too many drinks a couple, what, last year or the year before. Uh, and he needs to knock that shit off. But he's not a bad person. Uh, you had the Devontae Adams frustration situation where he shoved a reporter or a cameraman who walked in front of him. That's way out of Devontae Adams' character. But that shows you there's some problem in this locker room where guys aren't going full full throttle. And you hear it over and over again out of the players' mouths. We just got to execute better. We're losing games where it comes down to one or two plays. And it's they're losing those games that come down to one or two plays because every time on defense, you got a guy that's not following following his uh, duty. You know, somebody on offense, well, I'm not the number one target on this pass play, so I'm not even going to bother. You know, something's just not clicking there. And if I hate to see him fire Josh McDaniels halfway through the season, because who's going to be the coach? They've got an all-star coaching staff, you know. Uh, Rob, uh, what's his name? His dad was Buddy something. Anyways, they've got great defensive coordinators, great offensive coordinators. Josh McDaniels was supposed to be the heir to Bill Belichick in New England. The Raiders' new GM was supposed to be the heir to the general manager throne in New England. So they know how to put a team together. And this is a team that should be winning right now. Every game that they've lost, they should have won. They should be 9-0 and right now. With the exception of the Saints game where they just played terrible and lost to a bad team, they should be winning. You know? Now I I've been a Josh or a Derek Carr fan from day one. He's six six seasons. 
removed from being uh, an NFL MVP contender and the Raiders being a possible Super Bowl contender if he hadn't broken his ankle uh, under Jack Del Rio. And then the next year they come out, Del Rio and company have a bad year. Why? Well, they had a great offensive coordinator, but they let him go for the offensive coordinator in waiting. The offensive coordinator in waiting wasn't that good of an offensive coordinator after all. You know, the heir apparent to the really good offensive coordinator throne, you could say, didn't live up to expectations. They had one of the best O-lines in football, uh, an all-black offensive line, mind you. They let all those guys go, who, with the exception of Donald Penn, who was in his latter years, they were all in their prime. They had arguably the best center in football. They let him go. It's like, what, what are you thinking in the management aspect of this? This has been a team that's been rebuilding since 2002. 20 years now they've been rebuilding. They've done everything. They've drafted, not necessarily well, but they were drafting pretty well under Reggie McKenzie. They were <clears throat> drafting well with uh, the last, I can't remember his stupid name now because I'm doing this off the cuff. But they were drafting pretty well, except for some stupid ideas of John Gruden. And remind you, the year John Gruden won the Super Bowl, he won it with Tony Dungy's players. And then what did he do? He rebuilt Tampa Bay in his image and went out and got Jeff Garcia, who t did take them to the playoffs, but John Gruden building teams in him, his image don't work. And his style of screaming and carrying on doesn't work. Now, Josh Jacob or Josh McDaniels being boring isn't working either. So it's going to be up to the leaders. Derek Carr's not a vocal leader, and he needs to be. But he's like, I'm going to go out there and lead by example. Okay, who's going to be the vocal guy? You had Josh Jacobs vocal last year when the defense made a good play. The offense was on the sideline cheering them on and vice versa. When the defense was on the sideline and the offense was on the field, the defense was pumped up for the offense. There's no doubt in my mind, if the Raiders ran the table last year, they can go out and run the table again this year. But you went out and signed, when Khalil Mack was available, they signed Chandler Jones, who's friends with Max Crosby, who was a great player at one time, who has now this year, a year after he had 15 sacks for the Cardinals, He's got five or he's got a half of a sack and ten solo tackles. 
Max Crosby has over 50 tackles this year. Where's the problem? (coughs) Chandler Jones did not age that much in one year. But you could have had your locker room leader and good, great player, Khalil Mack, back. Uh, I think he's with one of the other AFC West teams now. He left Chicago. Could have been a Raider. They just let him slip away. So... This team's got to turn it around. There's way too much talent, even without Darren Handicap, Sticker Waller, and uh, Hunter Renfro. Hopefully they can come off the IR in a few weeks, and they're not done for the season. Uh, I haven't checked up on them recently. Let's look under transactions on Raiders.com and see if it says... Uh, they activated defensive tackle uh, Pecco, signed tight end Jacob Hollister, tight end Waller and Renfro injured reserve list. Doesn't say how long they're going to be out. They signed Curtis Bolton. Uh, they signed linebacker Reggie Ragland to the practice squad. Placed linebacker or linebacker Blake Martinez retired this week. They signed uh, safety Isaiah Paula Mao to the active roster. They signed Jalen Elliott to the practice squad. Uh, and they waived Jonathan Abram. So it's a team in turmoil, and we don't know why. Every week they say practice was great this week, we feel great, and they come out and play terrible. I don't know. Gets kicked in the head by a mule, eyes go cross, falls in a well, eyes go back to normal. I don't know. There's got to be a turnaround for this team. I can't take rebuilding, rebuilding, rebuilding. You've got a quarterback, like I said, that's in the top of every statistical category every year. He was an MVP candidate a few years ago. I can't remember if it was 2016 or 2012. Man, time's flying if it was 2012. But he was in the MVP talks. Uh, He's always at the top of the cat statistics. He had more comebacks than any Raider quarterback in history. I think more than any quarterback in history by his eighth season. He's thrown more touchdown passes in nine years than any Raider quarterback. So Derek Carr is not a bad quarterback for all his little bad habits we don't like, like hanging on to the ball, not moving around in the pocket quite enough. Uh, But what, five head coaches in nine years and five different offensive theories? And the guy's either going to retire a Raider, or the guy's going to retire a Raider. 
if they trade him, he'll just retire. You know, so a guy that wants to be there, a guy that wants to lead, how do you get rid of that guy? All right. God bless you guys. Pray for each other. Let's go Raiders. The autumn wind is a raider pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. Yeah.